Please rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! Hello, welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Caitlin Menza. And I'm Lisa Ryan. And it's time for your weekly update on the royal news you need to know. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. And share all your travel plans for 2020 so we can follow along and live vicariously through you. Yes, please. Um, And then you can subscribe to our podcast and leave us the royal rating of a five-star review, a great way to start the year. Uh And you can send us an email at info at gallerypodcast.com to ask us any and all questions about the royals. Um, And happy 2020. Happy 2020. Welcome to the new year. Um, And new decade. Yeah, Lisa and I are recording on Monday. um, So if anything explosive has happened... We don't know about it. We don't know about it. And also, we're still over here in 2019. It's weird. Yeah, we're living in last year. Ooh, we're living in the past. We are living in the past, um, but we're so excited for the new year and all the wonderful things it will bring. So we are discussing, of course, um, we're doing a little recap of the Royal Christmas. We're mm-hmm. discussing the Christmas cards. So much has happened in the two weeks since we recorded. I know. I was like, guys, <laughs> why lot. can you coordinate with us? Yeah, a, really a lot to cover. And then, of course, we're looking back at the royal year, some of our favorite moments and looking and ahead. least favorite moments. And least favorite moments and looking ahead. Um, yay. Our royal refreshment is... And now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail. We're drinking caffeinated tea. I hope it's caffeinated. It is caffeinated. It's black tea. We couldn't even find English breakfast. Um, if it's decaf, I will die. <laughs> we're in an office right now, but it's, as we said, Monday and nobody's really working. Monday so. morning. Monday morning. There's no coffee machine functioning. Like we couldn't drink because it's truly 9 a.m. on a Monday. So 2019 was bleak. Bleak, bleak end of the year. Um, <laughs> no, I'm very happy to be here with you, Lisa. Thank you for joining me at the dawn. I'm happy to be here with you, too. Do you like the present I brought you? Yes. OK, so Lisa, <laughs> well, you're not fresh off the plane, but she brought me um, a little maple syrup from Canada, of course. From the airport. From the airport. My favorite um, <laughs> place to shop for maple syrup. But it's, of course, it's maple syrup in a little um, maple leaf glass bottle it's really beautiful i look forward to opening it getting stickiness all around the rim having it drip down into my counters it's so just great. imagining all the pancakes you'll eat so many pancakes i can't <laughs> cook anything but i'm really excited to put maple syrup on them um thank you so much for that i brought you nothing from new jersey <laughs> sorry what would i bring you pork roll I don't know bruce springsteen paraphernalia well that's true i keep all that for myself though alas mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, listener email. This one is quite charming. It's very cute. Um, we're not going to say the person's name because we don't want to put out too many identifying details. Yes. as After the last couple of weeks where the tablets have really blown up the spot of our listeners who write in, we have to be very careful with this one, but it is so pure. So it is from a young mom and she wrote to us, um, just wanted to drop you a note. Um, it's always been your podcast is a highlight of my drives to work. Uh, Currently, I'm staying at home with my two babies under two. I wanted to share some amazing coincidences related to the babies. My little boy was born in April 2018, um, which is a year before Archie, of course, and she named him Archer. And where do we live? On Harrison Street. So his his new nickname is Archie of Harrison. That's so cute. I love that so much. Um, I'd like to think that they'd be best friends if they ever met her, Archer, and Meghan and Harry's Archie, of course. And then um, she sent us a photo in, let's see, oh, yes, um, in seersucker overalls, which feel very British to me. Um, And then she has a baby girl 
And she was born around the same time as Archie, it seems. And she's wearing an Air is Born uh, onesie. Or no, a blanket that says an Air is Born because it was right Aww. around uh, <laughs> Archie's birth. Um, thank you for creating a podcast that brings so much joy to our day. And she included photos of her unbelievably gorgeous babies. We love babies here at Royally Obsessed. We do. Babies and dogs. Yeah, babies and dogs and love. And so I'm just so thrilled looking at these adorable babies wearing an Eras Born blanket. That's so cute. It's so sweet. And I love that Archer, Archie of Harrison just lives out there. <laughs> I'm just adorable. Maybe they will meet one day. Who knows? Who knows? We um, thank you so much for writing in. And how about This Week in Royal History? And now, This Week in Royal History. In 1942, Princess Elizabeth mailed out cards um, to a regiment of the British Army that was fighting in World War II. And then in 1955, when she was a mother of two, she um, sent out a card with a picture of her, Philip, Charles, and Anne. They look really cute. And then... um, Anne looks so different. She has like fluffy, curly white hair. I know. It's very, very blonde. 1984, um, there was a card with Diana and Charles and young Harry and Will. Yeah, just a little baby Harry. I think that's my favorite of those two. Um, Diana's hair was looking resplendently fluffy in 1984. It's like the ultra glam of the 80s. Yeah, really great shoulder pads, the whole thing. Um, And then my actual favorite, I think, I don't dare I say of all time, the 1987 Christmas card that Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip sent out. um, It shows them with their four grandchildren at the time, which was, of course, William and Harry, but also Peter Phillips and Zara Phillips. Now, this, um, I feel attached to this one. It's them um, wearing plaid kilts. (laughs) And uh, Phillips in a kilt, William and Harry in kilts. You can't see Peter, but Zara is also wearing like a plaid skirt. So uh, right before we started the podcast, I went to Edinburgh and I went into Holyrood House. And this photo, because of course they're in kilts, is blown up in Holyrood. And I didn't know if the podcast was going to happen yet. And I took a photo of it and I was like, look how cute this family is. Because it's like the sweetest picture of Harry. He's like giggling with his mouth open while wearing a little kilt. He's like three years old. It's very, very sweet. I highly recommend looking it up. Um, And then, of course, we have the ones from 2018. So the one of sweet. Louis, the accountant. Little accountant debut. And Meghan and Harry, that gorgeous image of them looking up at the fireworks on their wedding. I especially love it because I love the Stella McCartney halter dress that she wore Uh, for her reception. One of my all-time favorite dresses. So any chance I get to look at that dress, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, one of the best. I also like that they have that. It's hard to see because it's like they're sort of backlit by the fireworks, but they're doing that thing where Meghan's arm is around his back and he's holding her hand like behind his back. As we said, we love love. Love love. Oh, <laughs> so great. Okay, so that brings us to a discussion of the Christmas cards that we didn't have when we recorded two weeks ago. So I'm just going to say it's been a weird rollout of these Christmas cards. Yes, because usually, at least last year, we got them well in advance. And yeah. On social media, like posted in a sort of more or less official capacity, like on Instagram or and or on Twitter, just like, here they are. This is the official Christmas card. Happy holidays. This year, we didn't get that at all from either the Cambridges or the Sussexes. Um, And so it sort of like leaked. In both cases, I don't even know if leak is the word, but it was the Cambridge one we saw because someone posted it. um, On like Twitter or something. Yeah, like and it was- They received the physical card. Yeah, they received a physical card and they took a photo of it and posted it. um, And it was really grainy. And we were like, okay, great peak. Can't wait to get it officially. And we never did. 
And I haven't even seen a really good high-res version of it. So it's not even like a fan received it via mail and uploaded it well, you know? Mm -hmm. Why can't I get a clear shot of this gorgeous image? Because it's really cute. You have William sitting on what looks to be a vintage motorcycle. And he has Louis in front of him with his fluffy hair. Um, Everyone's wearing really beautiful patterns in blue. And Charlotte and George look to be standing on the sidecar. Yes. Like, give me the high res of this adorable image. It's just, it's really sweet. It's Kate in her summer uniform that I wrote about, which was the, like, (laughs) you know, sort of long sleeve, you know, midi length printed dress. Like, it's a dress we had, I don't think we'd seen before. Um, And it just was really sweet. So I'm still... I'm still ready if anybody wants to give me that. But it, almost as if they knew that we hadn't really gotten that, they did post a photo, I think on Christmas Eve, right? Yeah, on Christmas Eve on the official, you know, uh, Kensington Palace Instagram. Taken taking, by the official Cambridge photographer, Kate Middleton. Middleton. <laughs> yes, exactly. This unbelievably sweet photo of uh, the family in black and white. Will uh, in a newsboy cap. William in a newsboy cap. I was like, what is this? And the kids looking probably the most, like, normal, if I may use that word, we've ever seen them because they're not dressed up. They look like they've just been swimming. They look like they've been swimming or, like, running, you know. And they're wearing sort of more normal clothes, like not old-timey royal (laughs) (laughs) hand-me-downs, you know. And they, like, George is in a fleece, you know. And they just look so normal. And then, of course, I think the best part of the photo is that William is, like, you know, on squatted down holding Louis and giving him a big smooch. I really like Charlotte's hands on Louis' shoulders. Yeah, like bracing him like she, with her little like sort of pursed mouth, you know, which we would see more of at Christmas. But I just love the affection, obviously, between William and Louis because let's not forget that that's not really what the royals are known for. So to see like a really big lovey moment where he's giving just like a big old wet smooch to his son is really sweet. (laughs) Also, it must have been taken a bit ago um, because now we've seen Louis more recently and he has so much more hair. Yeah. That was like the big reveal at the Christmas lunch, which we'll get to in a moment. But like he has so much hair and this he doesn't have as much hair. So it must be older. And then we also got an e-card from uh, Megan and Harry, Uh, which I really like that they did that because they obviously are really into the environment. And after all the plane stuff that was happening, all the environmental stuff. So it's nice that they took a very concerted effort to do an e-card. An e-card. Yes. And also an e-card allows you to add some effects. So it seemed to be sort of a, a gif. Right. There were like sparkles over it, like a bit of animation, um, which, of course, we can't see here in the little printout we have. But um, we first saw it from the Queen's Commonwealth Trust. And then and then it was rolled out a bit more. And it was revealed that it was actually taken by one of um, Megan's friends, which is kind of perfect because it's like such a candid photograph where it looks like Archie was just kind of walking up to somebody with this like really sweet, inquisitive look in his face. And then Megan and Harry are just like staring adoringly in the background. And so it was taken by Janina Gavankar, who is an actress who you might recognize from The Morning Show. I wouldn't because I haven't been watching it. Oh, well, it's The Morning Show. (laughs) Um, She's I know she's extremely beautiful, extremely beautiful, extremely and seems very cool as well. But um. I really love that it's just kind of like a candid moment and it's it almost looks like Archie took it. You know? It almost <laughs> like he looks, hit the selfie button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like they propped up the phone and he just like toddled over, like crawled over and took it. I when I saw this first, like so first of all, Lisa and I had been texting about something else. 
And then I did my typical thing was I texted her and I said, Lisa, OMG, Lisa, oh my God, oh my God. And she's like, are you okay? And then I sent a screenshot of the card, which of course was so grainy because it was like a screenshot of a screenshot. And the screech I let out when this appeared on Twitter, I just, it's so unbelievably cute. I love this sort of composition of it. I love that Archie is the focus. It's like the clearest shot, obviously, that we've received of Archie's face. And he looks so much like Megan, I think. My mom was like, oh, my God, it looks so much like Harry. All I see is Megan in the eyes. I think I saw in the eye of the beholder. Yes, I agree, which is fun. I see, you know, you guys tell us what you think. I see so much Megan here. I also love them in the background. I love how cash they are just like sitting on the ground. And also they look really gorgeous. They look like a very normal family that's just more beautiful than the rest of us. It's true. Just like hanging out on the floor with their tree being so delighted by their baby crawling on the ground. And I, too, am delighted. So I just loved, mm-hmm. loved this choice, but then loved these cards. As happens, there was some weird controversy where, where people were saying that she was Photoshopped, but obviously she wasn't Photoshopped. And so um, Janina took to Instagram to say, so proud to have taken the Christmas photo for one of my best friends and her family. Here's the original that was sent out into the mail. I see your campaign against my friend continues. Nice Photoshop of non of my non Photoshop image. Now may we all get back to the spirit of Christmas and not the spirit of maliciousness. Can I just say like so? I had seen just some headlines floating around that were like, "There's controversy around the Christmas card," which I was like, "Of course there is controversy around the Christmas card." And then I looked at the what they were claiming was the photoshopped image. It's so fake and weird. It's like the epitome of manufactured controversy yeah their claim was that megan's face is clearer in the photo and i was like no it's not i saw like i saw the christmas card it's not like that at all and then i looked up their version of it and it was so fakey photoshopped that i was like this is actively insane like it's such a a crazy thing to do Mm -hmm. like i thought maybe actually a fan manipulated it or a hater manipulated it and then gave it to them or something it's just so clearly not what was tweeted out Mm -hmm. so i don't it's such I don't know. There are moments, and obviously we've discussed them when we're involved in them or our listeners are involved in them. There are certain moments where the tabloids go to such a completely insane place that you feel like you're going crazy yourself. Yes. It's it, like if you, I mean, I, don't waste your one precious life looking at this story if you haven't, but like if you happen to see the image that they posted, and I know there was discussion of it in the Instagram, in our Facebook group, like it will make you feel crazy. Mm-hmm. It's so badly photoshopped. Anyway, like, how could you just find fault in this gorgeous image of these three people? Like, I don't understand it. So as for Christmas festivities, aside from the cards, of course, there was the big Christmas luncheon, which is always honestly kind of hard to discuss because all we see are their shoulders as they show up. Um, That said, they still give us good stuff related to that. So we got to see um, we got to see George and William arriving first, which, of course, now we know is because they did that. Um, sort of moment where like that photo op where they were stirring and making uh-huh. Christmas pudding um, an adorable image of the four heirs all in a row mixing this up um, so they arrived first and then we saw Kate arrive with the other two kids and then they all left together in an image that was so relatable of like three kids smushed in the back together yes and also that was something that had some kind of bizarre controversy as well because people are like why did they arrive separately and it's like sometimes people just come from different places yeah the kids probably had school like it's actually a very relatable thing that they have two cars and like i don't know and now of course we know why because they had to because they were doing a 
an airs only moment. You <laughs> an know? airs only moment. <laughs> yeah, which I really loved. And I also liked how they rolled out the images of the Christmas pudding stirring because first we just got the photos, mm-hmm. um, which honestly felt like a little stiff. And then we got the video, which is adorable because you see George like attacking it with a wooden spoon. It's adorable, but it's also so awkward. They're like in a room. They're not in a kitchen. <laughs> yeah. And they're, it's just like everyone's watching this little boy stir a bowl. Yeah. And you're kind of like, why? Why? But it's cute. But like, I mean, it why? was for a great cause. It just was... It was just very funny. I get ready for a lot, a whole lifetime of that, George. You know, he's like, "Why am I here?" Okay, photo ops, photo ops. Um, but it was, it was cute, and so that's sort of all we got from the Christmas dinner, or for, sorry, from the Queen's luncheon. And then we also had the Queen's speech, in which she um, reflected on a bumpy year, but didn't actually get into specifics about Prince Andrew or Brexit. Like, no. she didn't get into specifics about the things that are controversial or bumpy, but. What was interesting was that she mentioned D-Day and Apollo 11, which was kind of something that was depicted on the crown. So it was kind yes. of interesting. I mean, I know it was the 50th anniversary and everything yeah. like that, but I was kind of like, oh, is that why it's on your mind? It also gave us a great, gave her a great opportunity to have a little, I don't want to call it a feminist moment. That would be me putting my own like American desires on it. But she just said, as those historic pictures were beamed back to earth, millions of us sat transfixed to our television screens as we watched Neil Armstrong taking a small step for man and a giant leap for mankind and indeed for womankind, which of course we were like, huzzah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it was that big of a deal. But it's just funny, like, of course she gives the most benign speech and certain things get called out. So she said the word bumpy. Like many of us already try to follow in his footsteps, his being Jesus Christ, because she was discussing the Christmas story. The path, of course, is not always smooth and may at times this year have felt quite bumpy, but small steps can make a world of difference. Now, she's just talking about how this year might have felt bumpy, bumpy to her, bumpy to her family, bumpy to humankind, bumpy to British people. Like all of those could be applicable. I wanted to hear that the year did not bring her diluted pleasure. (laughs) Or what is it? It's like this was not a year which I can look back with undiluted pleasure. (laughs) It's the best, best, best line. Uh, But of course, everybody leapt onto that as we are too. that adjective of a bumpy year. But she did reflect on Archie's arrival. She mentioned um, 200 years on from the birth of my great-great-grandmother, Queen Victoria, Prince Philip and I were delighted to welcome our eighth great-grandchild into our family. So that was like a nice little Archie shout-out. Um, I also want to just like briefly mention, and I think anybody who's listening to this can see through this, but of course, like they released a photo of her at the piano um, or at the table. I think it looks like a piano, but actually I don't think it is. It's like at <laughs> it's her desk um, where she gave the speech or like a preview for the speech that was to come. And everybody left on the fact that there was no, there were no photos of Meghan and Harry or Archie on her table. There were only photos of the Cambridges. And actually a friend of mine texted me to be like, you're the expert. What? Like explain this. And I was like, I'd be happy to explain it. Everybody was like, what is the deal? And I think it's more just that she shows, she tends to show the heirs on the table. Like there have been previous years, like last year for Prince Charles' Prince Charles's 70th birthday, she had the big group photo. So of course that featured Meghan and Harry. But before that, which I really appreciated, Elizabeth Holmes did a deep dive on this on her Instagram. Harry hadn't been on the table since 2008, which was mm-hmm. like another group photo with, with William. So like everyone thought this was a dig, but like if you know how she rolls, this is not a dig. That's usually what she does. Like you know, she shows the Cambridges. And I think, as we've discussed in the past, they're moving towards only featuring the heirs, you yeah, know? that's definitely a narrative that they've been pushing forward um, in recent weeks. Like, you know, with everything with Prince Andrew, the narrative was, 
look at Prince Charles here to save the day. And yeah. also William thinks he's bad, too. And, yeah. you know, and so like then they do the photo op with Prince George and Charles. Yeah. And so it's just it's all about like, it this seems is to be the all about the heirs. Yeah, this is the future. And like, I don't know why that would be a dig to the Sussexes. Like, I'm sure they honestly didn't mind it. Like, of course they didn't mind it. It was great. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's just such a weird like. Everyone's looking for a dig when there is no dig to be found. If anything, the photo that's closest to her is actually her beloved deceased father. Like, I think that that's notable, too. Oh, yeah. You know, like, that's, I don't know. It was just such a weird thing to do. All that aside, I also thought the the photo that they released was kind of funny because she looks so deadly serious in this (laughs) image, you know? Not super Like, it does not look like a happy Christmas morning, you know? So anyway, that was this, um, which then, brings us to Christmas morning. Yes. And so um, as promised, we got George and Charlotte at their first Sandringham walkabout. And uh, they were there with their parents, obviously. But I think what was notable was really the Charlotte moments. Everyone was really latching onto yes. those because Charlotte looked so cute. And it's worth noting that she was wearing a green dress that matched the green of her mom's hat and the green of her mom's shoes. Unbelievable. Also, I really love that color it's like a teal green Mm -hmm. it was just such a beautiful color and i loved it as an accent on kate also one of my favorite kate christmas looks there was like a lot going on super glam yeah very glam and i just it was just really really cute obviously none of those things are ever an accident so they looked so great together um and i loved i will say like okay this was a big deal we had there were predictions that this would happen that the two kids would like make their christmas walk debut at sandringham and Watching some of the footage from fans and how they brought the kids up to the fans and seeing older people like reach out and hug them and stuff. I was like, that's really intense for two little kids, you know, like I do think this is getting them ready for the life that they will have. Um, But I just thought like, oh, like strangers like grabbing onto your little kids. It just felt I mean, like it seemed like everybody was, of course, respectful, but. I was like, oh, it's a really intense life they're about to have. Like, just yes. a reminder, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, the kids handled it beautifully. And this image of Charlotte curtsying to her great-grandmother oh, yeah. is so cute. I can't handle it. And the video is cute, too, because it's a little. she's a little bit delayed. And she mm-hmm. does it. And it's so small. But it's just yeah. very, very adorable. I just like she holds up her little coat mm-hmm. to do her curtsy. It was very sweet. Great walk. Um, and I also felt like this was one of those moments now. They're only, what, uh, six and four or six and three. But they already their faces are becoming so adult. And I feel like you get that wave of like, oh, that's what they're going to look like as teenagers. Mm-hmm. I feel so old when I say that. I'm an old <laughs> person now. I feel old, too. Because I'm just like, oh, that's I can already see Charlotte's teenage face. You know, mm-hmm. it's just she looks so mature already. And I'm like, you're only like four. How mm-hmm. did this happen? It's just... And then the Sussexes um, wished everyone a Merry Christmas on Instagram. And this, people are reporting, was probably sent from Canada where they have been spending the holidays or their holiday break. Um, The news broke about their trip and then Buckingham Palace confirmed it. They're like, as has been reported, the Sussexes have been in Canada. Canada is very important to them. And also it's a Commonwealth country and it shows just the importance of that as well. And um, then... Even Justin Trudeau, the prime minister, wrote to them, Prince Harry, Meghan and Archie, we're wishing or we're all wishing you a quiet and blessed day in Canada. You're among friends and always welcome here. So that's very nice. I loved that. Of course he did that. I know. (laughs) But it's just I so I have conflicted feelings because I like to know what they're doing. And it's good for us to know that, no, they're not having all those avocados in California Uh. like we had dreamed of. (laughs) 
but Christmas tacos. But like as much as we are so interested in them and fascinated by them and, you know, obsessed and want to talk about them, I also think that they deserve this break. And so I feel really conflicted about knowing where they were. Um, It's been reported they were like in British Columbia and Vancouver area. But we don't really want to get into more than that no. because it doesn't seem like there's any official reports. Also, it seems like every time there has been closer reporting, like that poor restaurant owner, like it just ruins that person's life for like a couple of days. Yeah. Like it ruins their Google results for the rest of their lives. Hopefully they'll do other things. But like everything that has gotten close to them in Canada has been like really unpleasant in its reporting. So I just hope that I hope that wherever they are, they're having a very peaceful time, very Canadian time. Maybe they're also having syrup out of maple leaf bottles. Oh, my gosh. I bet that's what the tabloids are going to pick up. <laughs> Breaking Sussex's by maple syrup Harrison from the airport. Probably consuming syrup as we speak. Um, who knows? Who knows? But I hope they're having a lovely, peaceful time. And they posted an Instagram, um, you know, just one of their like text cards that just mm-hmm. said, wishing you a very Merry Christmas. And there were some Santa and snowman and Santa Claus hat emojis. Um, even people have pointed out that it said Merry Christmas, not Happy Christmas, which is a more American way of saying it. We say Merry, British people say Happy. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it goes back to our thing of Father Father Christmas. Christmas. (laughs) Someone, a listener kindly, I believe, tweeted at us just to be like, they are interchangeable, but... Rach. It's, yes, and it's still, it's not interchangeable to me. Father Christmas seems so sort of, I don't know, severe or something. It seems extremely British. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't slip into Father Christmas, I can tell you that. Um, so it's, I'm still interested and amused by that. Um, and then we have an update from Kate. Um, she actually, uh, released an open letter to midwives across the UK this week. And it was notable because a few weeks ago, um, it was reported that she was spending some time in a maternity ward, but it wasn't really highly publicized. It was just in the court circular. And right. so there wasn't too much information about it, but now we know this yes. is what she's doing. Yeah. She was hanging out with midwives. And so she wrote an open letter to midwives across the UK and around the world. Um, And she said, you are there for women at their most vulnerable. You witness strength, pain, and unimaginable joy on a daily basis. And then uh, she later in the letter, she quoted Florence Nightingale. I attribute my success to this. I never have or took an excuse, um, which kind of feels like a royal mantra as well of the never complain, never explain thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she also noted, um, you don't ask for praise or for recognition, but instead unwaveringly continue your amazing work, bringing new life into the world. Um, you continue to demonstrate that despite your technical mastery and the advancement of modern medicine, it is the human to human relationships and simple acts of kindness that mean the most sometimes. Um, Just really lovely. And she spoke about their compassion and their tireless work when people are the most vulnerable. Um, And yeah, amazing midwives out there. Thank you to all the midwives. Thank you to all the nurses and doctors because that is work that I could never do. I know. Surprising. I know you're shocked. Nurses, heroes. I truly faint if I just see a needle, if I just see a needle. My problem is I watch Grey's Anatomy and I'm like, I could do this. But, I- then, <laughs> but then if I go to get like a vaccine or something, yeah. I have a panic attack because there's Correct. a needle near me. So are we, are we both needle folks? Yes. Not, I'm literally getting lightheaded just talking oh my about God. it. So we'll have to stop Caitlin, soon. But- <laughs> twins. Wow. I'm not shocked that we would share this miserable neurosis that keeps me from taking care of myself in a fundamental <laughs> way. Um, if anybody has any advice for how to handle that, please send it to Lisa and I. Oh, no. no oh, no. Like cringy. Okay. We Let's... really want a healthy new year. That's all I'm asking for. And before we get into new year, new you, um, which we're not going to get into, <laughs> but um, we're going to take a look back at 2019. Um, writing for Town & Country, Victoria Murphy put it kind of succinctly, which I thought was very good. Um, The headline was, 
2019 was a car crash of a year for the royals. Yeah, she pointed out that, of course, January 2019 is where uh, Prince Philip got into the car accident with a, two women and a baby. Um, so that was a crisis, a car crash at the beginning of the year. And then we had a metaphorical cra- car crash at the, toward the end of the year with the Prince Andrew interview. Um, so, yeah, that was tough and uh... <laughs> and accurate. And, and accurate. Um, she notes that this year has been dubbed by some as the Queen's Annis Horribilis 2. Part 2. The I sequel. Don't think it, I don't know. I, didn't, I think because I think of so many highs that this year had, I don't see it as such a terrible year. But I think in the collection of years around it, not great. I could see that that would not be great. Yes, there were some high highs, but there were some very, very low lows uh, with Prince Andrew taking a step back from royal duties. But I, of course, being me, prefer to look at the happier stuff. So we turn to also town and country, Caroline Halliman, friend of the pod, gave mm-hmm. us a great, the biggest royal moments of 2019. Um, some of these I truly forgot about. Or me like, too. Was I like, forgot this, it was this year. This year was so long. Like she noted Charles and Camilla taking a historic trip to Cuba. Um, the royal households splitting Kensington and the Sussex, like uh, Cambridge and Sussex's splitting, which was in March, which but was, it was like a million years ago. But it was like after months and months and months of people talking about yes. it. Yes. Um, Baby Archer's arrival, obviously, but also um, the, such a high. The start of the Sussex Instagram, which I also don't, does not feel like this year. And of course, we got the christening, that first appearance. I'll never forget the morning of Archie's arrival, getting all the text messages. But then there were things like, oh, my God, Meghan and Harry met Beyonce this year. Like, that was this year. I can't believe it. Time, like, this has been the longest year. How it did feels I... like so long ago. And I feel like they've been best friends for so long. I know. How, <laughs> how did I truly forget a Beyonce moment of the Sussexes? Like, that's unbelievable. And then, of course... We had so many amazing royal tours. The South Africa tour made me cry on a daily basis. Uh, Princess Beatrice got engaged, which means that we will have a royal wedding next year, thankfully. Well, who knows how much? Yeah, we don't know how public it will be. Um, given I just her dad hope, is. Given who her dad is and what's been going on. But I hope at the very least we get a gorgeous dress photo mm-hmm. in the next 12 months. That's all I ask. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind an Italian jaunt shocking again like you want to go to italy for myself but also like if they choose to get married in italy and we just see a couple of photos of uh beatrice looking unbelievably beautiful set against an italian scene i wouldn't mind it it. let's go to italy (laughs) we're going decided it is law um okay so that was great of course the documentary in october the lawsuit against the tabloids um oh when prince william wore um traditional attire in Pakistan and everyone was impressed because he usually wears like dad khakis and <laughs> which are also fine but it was a special moment um yeah what a just really great royal tours so what are our hopes for the coming year um I would like to see more pictures of the kids yes. and I would like to see um I'm really interested in whatever work Meg is going to do with women this year. I'm, yes. I'm very interested in that. Yeah. And I would love, I look forward to whatever the Royal tours are just like such happy times for me um, and for them. And I look forward to that. So I really hope, and I don't think we have anything announced right now for 2020 regarding tours, right? I don't know. We have nothing. So I'm hoping for tours that involve the kids that delights me. I, I can imagine it's stressful, but that delights me. Um, I look forward to Beatrice's wedding. I think that's that's all I got right now. So that's what we're looking forward to in 2020. I'd love to hear more 
predictions from you guys too in the Facebook group because I don't feel like we have a lot to like a lot to go on so far. We don't know what's happening. Also, on some level, I'm always afraid to make super big predictions because I might see myself predicting those things in the tablets. Yes, because <laughs> so. they always think we know more than we do. I don't know anything, but we I have know what everyone else really knows. big. Actually, that would be my big hope. Would be maybe a a Sussex visit to the U.S. would be amazing. That's my dream. Okay, Cambridges can come. Everybody can come. That's my hope. Then come to New York, stay in my apartment. All of these are on the table. Caitlin got a new couch. I got a new couch recently, so that's thrilling. Um, but before we adjourn the Royal Pod for the first time in 2020, um, some lows and highs, maybe we can do of the year. Yes. Of the past year. It's time for the Royal Highs and Lows. Um, my low of the year is everything Prince Andrew. Correct. Same. <laughs> Extremely same. I don't know if there could be another low. Actually, I would say my low was um, the fact that the Sussexes have to uh, file a lawsuit against the tabloids. Oh, yeah. So two lows. Yeah. Just all like, and all like back to back in the month of October and November, just like ugh, tough, tough stuff. And seeing Megan like start to almost cry in the documentary yeah. was a, a tough moment as well. Those are the lows. What do you think about highs? My high will be um, anything to do. Oh, wait. My high is James Middleton and his dog. Because obviously <laughs> the birth of a child is always a high. But James Middleton with his dogs has been just such a joy of my year. Yeah. I would say, uh, oh, my God. So many are flowing past me right now. Of course, Archie's arrival. Um, the polo match where Prince Louis was wearing sunglasses <laughs> and making little goofy faces at his mom and his aunt. And I think also the unveiling of Kate's garden where we got all three kids like splashing around. We got Princess Charlotte screaming, ooh la la, <laughs> um, which I loved. We got to hear George's voice ranking his mama 20 out of one to 10. 20. 20, one of my all time favorite moments. And Louis toddling toward the camera. Um, just Louis is really a big, big highlight for As me we this said, year. We love babies and dogs. We love babies and dogs. Like what else is there? Um, so those are those and highs and lows. Tell us yours in the Facebook group too. You can drop us an email at info at gallerypodcast.com to ask us any and all questions about the Royals and to share your observations and dreams and predictions for 2020. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Here's a real review that Lisa's going to read. Um, they write. Dear ladies, I rated your podcast five stars. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> because you keep it positive and exude kindness, which is a rare commodity in today's media. Also, your voices and banter are gentle and soothing to listen to when I'm working or even at the end of the day when I'm settling my brain for sleep. Shocking. <laughs> Shock, um, truly shocking. Yes, we do get a lot of criticism for our voices. So thank you. Woman, um, womanhood. Uh, they continue. Please do an update on the royal dogs. It would make your podcast even more special, especially if you mention the royal corgis. Oh, you goodness. know what? We've not been mentioning the quarries lately. Not enough. Not enough. We will do some digging. That's very constructive criticism. Thank you very much for that. Um, you can follow the show on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. You can follow me, Caitlin, at KKMenz, H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z, on Twitter and Instagram, where I'm also posting a lot about decorating my apartment because I'm preparing it for a visit from the Royals. <laughs> Breaking. Breaking. Royals <laughs> invited to stay at Caitlin's apartment. Um, how about you, Lisa? Um, I'm Lisa Raya at Twitter and Instagram, and I am not decorating anything, so there's no need to follow me. True shame. <laughs> um, and until next week, until next year for us, because again, we're recording on Monday before the new year, but a happy, healthy, ecstatic new year for all of our listeners. Thank you for being here. We're so happy to have you come by every week. 
Um, we're so happy to do this with you. It really feels like a community. And cheers to 2020 together. Cheers to 2020. God save the pod. You really should have had champagne. That's too early. It's too early. I need coffee. <laughs> Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.